It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. And uh, we have uh, got a uh, really fun show for you today because coming up a little later on will be the draft, which I'm totally unprepared for and hope that I get the first pick. Uh, so that it'll make my thinking a lot easier. That would make your life a lot easier, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's going to be any question who goes one. The fun happens after that, yeah. but uh, it's a good time for it because there wasn't a ton of action the last couple nights, but, well, what did happen, you saw a whole heck of a lot of hockey. Well, I saw a lot of hockey last night. I saw some uh, girls' basketballs. They get into the MAC tournament, but there's a lot going on tonight, but... We'll talk about what happened in the first round of the girls' uh, MAC tournament. Again, Dennis, you did three hockey games, and they were all fairly competitive. Even if the scores didn't make it seem like they were, they were all good games. Yeah, they were all uh, at. They were all close in the third period at one point, uh, and then we had some empty net goals and things like that to make the final scores look deceptive. But we'll get to all of that in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV. The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Dara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 
3344. DuraClean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So uh, Wednesday was a total dud as far as our area was concerned. Uh, Absolutely nobody was doing anything on uh, Wednesday. Don't know why that was. That's just the way the schedule uh, played out. So uh, we did have a busy night of girls basketball last night, uh, Brady. Let's begin there with the uh, ladies and with the MAC tournament, which it's a thing and I've accepted it. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but um, we we did get some interesting matchups and some lopsided matchups, which I think was good for some of our area teams because they could kind of vent a little frustration out on some people. Yes, yes. Uh, so, do you want to start uh, with at the top of the MAC? Because so for you don't if you don't know in the MAC six team league, top four make it to the MAC tournament. So the red matches up with the white, the blue with the gold, the silver with the bronze. There's a consolation bracket where fifth and sixth through the red through the gold all make it, and they play out, and that's what Port Huron and Northern were in. Port Huron and Northern each got wins in convincing fashion. Port Huron beat Chippewa Valley 39-22. Port Huron had beaten Chippewa Valley earlier in the year, uh, that's not surprising. But Port here on Northern, they got to play Lakeshore, and they get a 57-15 win. I know Lakeshore is really bad, but it has to feel nice just to go out and throttle someone. Well, and, and that's the thing. And, and, again, Northern with a big output offensively. Again, if you're seeing the shots go in, if you're seeing the ball go through the basket and out the bottom, that's a confidence thing, and it becomes infectious and you hope that it carries over into your next uh, game. So um, uh, I was happy to see them go off. Uh, also, Big Reds hold an opponent to 22. Huskies hold an opponent to 15. You know, Brady, in every conference, but the MAC, the BWAC, whatever, defense will make you a better team and will win you ballgames. Well, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see because they have a rematch Next week um, in Port Huron. So uh, Port Huron won the first meeting pretty handily. But it was in Marysville's gym, and Northern has not had good times in Marysville's gym. <laughs> Maybe a change of scenery will help Northern. These are two teams that are much different than when they played back uh, right before Christmas. So I'm excited to see that matchup. I'm glad we get this rematch, and I think it would be a big confidence boost to both teams. And I think it's a good time to have this game because, um, you know, the these matchups are easy to get excited for. And I think that's what these two teams need is a little injection of excitement as you get ready for districts. Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be next week. I'm sure one of us will be at that game. That, that'll be a fun one. I was at Marysville for their third meeting with Lance Cruz, and they took care of business. It was 
a sloppy but high-scoring game. I mean, Marysville had 31 points at halftime. They ended up winning 56-38, and it wasn't that close. Lance Cruz kept pressing after Marysville emptied the bench and said, all right, let's get some players some minutes. But uh, So Lance Cruz made it a little more aesthetically pleasing for in the loss. But there, there was never a doubt in this one. Avery Wolters had uh, 19. Kara Miller had 14. It was just a, a good effort from Marysville, a team they knew they could handle, went out and handled, and didn't really have to think too much of it. And they didn't really play a, a great game. They, there was some sloppiness. There was still more for Marysville to give, but it didn't matter. They still won by almost 20 points. Yeah, uh, and, and again, we, we talk about it like I don't want to call Avery Walters a breakout player. Because I've always thought all along that this is the kind of player that she would develop into. But she had um, to take that next step. Yeah. And and she's done that this year. Uh, and there have been games where she's really done a nice job. And then, then when we talk about this all the time, the other thing with Marysville is that if there is a night where she struggles and can't get 19 points, other kids have stepped in and filled the the, uh, the void. Last night, uh, obviously, uh, Miller was knocking down some shots. Right, but Eddie she Ma- hasn't really had that game yet. Where, at least where we're at, yeah, where where she just completely goes off, and that probably doesn't bode well for the other teams when because that night's going to happen. Oh yeah. I'm sure she has when we weren't there. But Addie Meinsberg also added seven. Ava Grant adds six. Megan Winston adds five. So you get some other secondary scoring. And that's all Marysville really needed to do. And, again, they they weren't going to lose to Lance Cruz. They had beaten them twice. And they just kind of cruised to a victory. Uh, they, they did what they were supposed to do as the champions of the Mac Blue playing the four seed. Now, St. Clair and Marine City both saw familiar – foes i was just at a marine city roseville game recently <laughs> roseville actually gave a better effort this <laughs> yeah, time. yeah but uh but the the end result is the same marine city wins by 23 points uh here i think they won by 31 the last time so yeah uh, again a team that they had beaten twice not a big surprise so marine city moves on but marysville gets a rubber match with St. Clair because St. Clair gets a big win over Frazier, 49-43. That is setting up a Marysville-St. Clair game at Marysville. Remember, St. Clair beat Marysville in St. Clair like the third game of the year. They went to Marysville about three weeks later, and Marysville crushed them. This is a big game for the confidence going into districts, but... One thing about St. Clair, which didn't really realize till looked at it, St. Clair has not lost a game at home this year. Because remember, beat Marysville at home, beat Marine City at home. Now they've beaten Frazier twice at home. They're a different animal in their own gym. And the the problem for them is that once the postseason starts, they're not going to get to play in their own No, gym. They had the, their districts are in Armada, but they have been a difference in their home gym. They've won eight straight games now. They may have uh, – have they lost since the new year? If they have, it's it was early on because that's basically a month-long winning streak for the Saints with some good opponents sprinkled in there. Yeah, so a nice 49-43 win over Frazier. I think when they – played last week or the week before it was 47 42 so pretty consistent there and that marine city final is 48 to 25 
over uh, Roseville. Uh, there were two other MAC games. Anchor Bay beat Lakeview 41-31, and New Haven beat uh, Lincoln, who obviously in girls' basketball aren't the same as in boys' basketball. Neither of those teams are. 50-28 <laughs> was the final uh, there. Um, any other thoughts on what we're going to see, I guess, well, coming up with the, we'll, the tournament? We'll have fun ones next week. I'm at least glad we get to see two local, local games with PH Northern and Marysville St. Clair. That is a nice little uh, added bonus with this tournament. That Those will, games are fun, but again, this is why I don't like this tournament, because then they're going to play each other again probably come district well time. you don't know that i mean that's not a guaranteed it's not a guaranteed but it's and it's not guaranteed they play likely. in here i'd i'd wonder if you look back how many times it actually happens that teams play each other as many times as possible if that's just something that happens a lot or it's it happens once in a while and kind of like the shot clock thing is it just a side effect that when it happens it's really annoying but it doesn't happen as often as you think or is it an actual complaint where hey two good teams play each other and they're playing each other all the time so yeah, well that's what i don't that's if what it I happens don't know. at all for me it's an annoyance and i don't like it so there i don't know i'd rather them <laughs> do that than have to play teams that nobody cares about and Ha- schedule a non-conference game with warren woods tower or something hey, as long as our team wins i'm fine with it <laughs> beat tower 60 to 2 and i'll be a happy happy guy Talking about the thirty points that Brady beaten scored in the big in the big win. All right, let's move on to the uh, the BWAC. There were a couple of BWAC games last night uh, of interesting because these are interesting matchups. Um, North Branch again they had that loss, but they rebound with a sixteen point win over Armada, fifty to thirty four. Uh, Bailey Gormley had eighteen. Tracy Ludisher with 10, Kate Welsh with 8, and Natasha Bickle, 7.7 rebounds. Ashton Upton scored 12 for Armada, but North Branch dispels any thoughts of anybody who thought they're going to go into a tailspin now or this is going to be the norm. And, you know, they just made the statement, look, look, we had an off night. None of you guys can beat us. They picked up right where they left off, and they're setting up a big matchup with Emily City, who got another win, 43-28 over Cross Lex. That's going to be the big one. I believe it's next week. Uh, I'd have to double check. The but 17th. Yeah, so that's in what? They, they have one more game. Yeah, so, it, uh, so next Friday. Yep. That's that's a good game for a Friday night in Emily City. That should be a big one. Because uh, MLA City hasn't lost on their home court in a long time, and MLA City has to get the win if they want to share the league title. Yeah, unless something funky happens, that's to determine whether we're going to have one or two champs in the. Well, it took something funky for it to mean as much as it did. Uh, so that is a possibility, but I just don't, I don't see it happening. I think each of these teams have suffered their funky moment for the season. I, I'd agree with that. Um, you, you, we, we give everybody one. And now I, I think that's a battle to determine whether North Branch is an outright champ or whether they've got to share the title with Emily City. And, you know, Emily City wants to keep their streak alive and stay at the top of the uh, league. Cardinal Mooney beat Austin Catholic last night. 32-17 to was the final there. And up in the uh, thumbs, some scores for you. Marlette over Brown City. 54 to 24, Harbor Beach beat K-Pack 53 to 16, and Deckerville tops Peck 40 
to 16 in girls basketball uh, action, uh, Brady. And again, you mentioned the the really big matchups that we're keeping an eye on for uh, next week as the uh, MAC tournament continues. And then obviously the BWAC play is going to be big. But yeah, kind of a light slate in hoops the last couple of nights. Again, this is the lull between league plays finishing up in the MAC and the, the tournament. You don't really know what's going on. And the boys just finished up their MAC schedule. So you, you get out of that rhythm and it, it doesn't have that same flow as it does right before districts. But a little lighter slate, but not for you with hockey. No, hockey was a busy deal. I had three games last night at McMoran Arena, and we will dissect, bisect, and uh, and take a look at all that stuff when we come back in just a moment. And don't forget the uh, boys' basketball draft coming up later on on the show. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? 
Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome uh, back. Well, it was a busy night at McMoran Arena last night. High school uh, hockey. Had to make up for lost times. Yeah, tri- triple header. And, and it had seemed like a long time since I'd seen some of the teams uh, play. We, we speckled in a game here and there in recent weeks. But there was there was about a month stretch where there just wasn't any hockey because even if there was a game, they were on the road. Right. You know, Silver it comes in in January and our teams generally kind of disappear and play in other parts of the state. Right. Or they played a game, but we had two big basketball games that night that had big conference implications. So all of these games are interesting. Uh, all these games were high scoring. I saw 30 total goals scored yesterday in, in three hockey games. But it's weird because most of the scoring happened in the third period in these games. Yeah, the, um, all the scores looked like it was they were non-competitive. But you were very happy with the way all three games were played. Uh, for two periods, PH was right there with Lance Cruz Unified. It was three to one at the end of the first period, and PH actually outshot him eight to seven. They played a scoreless second period, so it was three to one going into the third period. And then I don't know what happened. Like the, they ran out. They, they the, have nine they, players. Yeah. That's what happened. But it, but it just like it, it fell apart, and all of a sudden the chances became easy, and they were getting just slam dunk opportunities. And and once the first couple went in, it it just it didn't stop. It was like a, somebody turned on a faucet. And in a stretch of seven minutes and three seconds, Lance Cruz Unified scored six goals and won the game nine to one. Again, it's because they ran out of gas. Like you can't. I'm not going to blame the team that has, what, they had nine skaters again last night, I'm guessing. Uh, they, I mean, well, their full roster is 11 guys. They so, have their full roster. So they had 10 skaters and they a goalie? Ten, 10 skaters. Okay, so you have two full lines, and you've been rotating it for 34 minutes through two periods. Anyone on their on Port Huron's roster is going to have double or triple the ice time of Lance Cruz, and it happens. Like The fact that it was 3-1 after two, if this game was played in early December, it's ten nothing after two. That that is um, one of the differences uh, for Port Huron over the course of the season. Is yes, the, they have been able to uh, play a lot better, score a little bit more. Joey Gilbert had their goal. It was ugly. It was ugly. He basically hacked the goal. The puck was in the goalie's glove, and he basically hacked the goalie's glove into the net. Well, if they count it, they don't ask how, they ask how many. But I guess they did count it. So they lose to Lance Cruz North, but let me ask you this, Dennis. If I could wave a magic wand and just clone the Port Huron team, so they just double what they have. They have they take what they have, and each person has a clone, so they have 20 skaters. How much better would this team be just by the same talent but adding numbers to uh, it. Yeah, I, again, that that would increase. They, they've got one win this year. It would more than double their wins. Like, it, you, you wouldn't go, oh, well, all that would do is give them a second win. No, it, they, they'd be a, a much more competitive team. No, they wouldn't they, be. They'd have com- six, seven, eight wins. Right, because know. how many games have, I mean, just the ones you've done that you're like, 
they were playing well. They just ran they out just of gas. Ran out of gas because that's you, at least the last three times I've seen them play. Is what the Thumb Legion game? They were playing well. They just weren't getting bounces. This game, and then the other. What was the last other one you saw? Yeah, it, it was it was before Christmas because they they had a stretch there before Christmas where they beat Foley and they had mm. some other games where they played. You know, maybe Gross Point North. Yeah, it might have been. Um, yeah, actually, I think it was. Um, but the uh, again. So you see the improvement, and again, I just want to reiterate what Coach Pionk is doing with this program. This program, by rights, should have gone away. They should have gone away a few years ago. Um, and he still, he finds a way to keep the kids interested. Uh, it was senior night. Gavin DeLong, Trevor Gregg, Jordan Wallington, they've all been there for four years. Mm-hmm. They've all played for four years. They keep coming out. They keep giving what they've got and playing hard. Um, DeLong and and Greg are the heart and soul of that hockey team. Um, You won't find two guys that work harder and that would be bigger deals in the area if they played at other schools. Right. But it just says a lot about the character that, hey, you're going out there and you're fighting an uphill battle every single night. And you've done it for four straight years. I know the last couple of years they were better. They had more numbers, but still. It, it, it says something about about that team. Chippy game. A lot of power plays. Um, and, and again, the 9-1 to final doesn't really indicate what that game was for two of the three periods uh, yesterday. But that, that third period just turned into a nightmare for the, uh, the Big Reds. All right, in game two, De La Salle and Northern played one to one at the end of one three to two at the end of two it was a four to three hockey game with 13 and a half minutes to go uh, but De La Salle got a couple late goals the last one was into an empty net they ended up beating the Huskies six to three but again uh, I thought Northern played pretty well in uh, in this hockey game Bryson Smith is having a great season he had uh, two goals for the Huskies and set up the uh, other Northern goal scored by Tanner Scotcher in the third. But um, Northern came out and had a great first shift, Brady. They buzzed all around the De La Salle zone and finally got rewarded with Smith getting a chance in the shot uh, in the slot, and he scored 92 seconds in the game, one nothing Northern. They're fired up. They get on the attack again. They draw a penalty. They go on the power play. Two and a half minutes into the game, Smith makes a great feed to Kyron Bruno for a one-timer from the right circle. And the uh, the goaltender's name is Ben Vanderdonk, which is a great name for a goalie. One more time. Ben Vanderdonk. That is an A-tier goalie name. Yes. And he made an A-tier glove save coming across Maybe he saved it. Maybe the puck just hit his glove. Counts as a save. It counts as a save, and it kept the game one to nothing. If that shot goes in, I'd like to see how this game plays out. Because after that, De La Salle got a power play goal. Uh, Landon Baumgartner gave up five goals in this game. I thought he played pretty well. Um, And I don't know who was doing the shots. They had a very low shot total for the energy and the opportunities in this game. I thought there were more shots than what they said, but this was literally, he made a save, he made a save, and then on the third try, 
they stuffed it in. Um, Hunter Hoberg getting the uh, goal, and it was 1-1 after 1, but it was a, a really good first period of play. Second period, early power play goal for De La Salle. They only had two power plays in the game, but they scored on both of them. They, they were really good on special teams. That makes it 2-1, to one, but Northern came right back. Bryson Smith made first a great defensive play just inside his own blue line, and then it pays to be a good skater because he just outskated everybody and turned what was an, a, an even race into a breakaway. He actually flubbed the shot, but it went in through the goalie's legs. He was trying to pull it to the backhand, and the puck slid off his stick, but it slid off with speed and went right through the goalie's legs and uh, in. So that tied the game 2-2, to and 64 seconds uh, later, De La Salle got it back. So they're up 3-2 to going into the uh, third period. Just 11 seconds into the period, kid's name is Colton Fuqua. And uh, he, he, from a sharp angle, so, I mean, it might look like a bad goal, but I'm mm. telling you, the way he shot the puck and where he put it, it's not a bad goal. It's it's like a Connor mcdavid Sidney Crosby goal. Right. Um, and that made it uh, just 11 seconds into the third. That made it a two-goal game, and you're thinking, okay, Northern's toast now. They came right back, and uh, Scotcher scored on a power play. Uh, at 3:37 to cut it to four to three, uh, and it was a good hockey game from that point on. Northern had chances to score, um, and again, when you're pushing, when your defense are pitching, pinching in, and you're trying to get that tying goal, um, they gave up a, an odd man play. First, it was it was two great passes. Keegan James made a great outlet out of his own zone to spring two guys two on one, uh, and uh, Brady uh, Desmadrill, who is probably their best player. Made a sweet little pass to Fuqua. He went in, made a great move, scores. It's it's five to three with about five minutes to go in the game, and Northern's in trouble. They give up an empty net goal. Um, they actually pulled the goalie with about three minutes to go. They gave up an empty net goal with a minute fifteen left. So six to three makes it look like it wasn't that competitive a game. De La Salle was scared there for a little while in the third period. And Northern just, I mean, they, they weren't a bad stretch where they were losing games you really felt they shouldn't be. They bounced back. I know they haven't gotten all the results, but they're playing much better um, as of late. And last night was another example. They lose 6-3, and it wasn't a three-goal game. No. Uh, Marysville, Wall Lake Western. These are two teams that have a lot of offense. Wall Lake Western's got two players with over 20 goals this season. The Vikings, of course, have uh, Ben LaValle. And, and Marysville is playing without Braden Turner, who is out with an injury, and without Eli Furtaw, who is out with an injury. Um, so those those are two guys that log a lot of ice time, and Braden Turner is a really good player. Yes. Both ends oh, of yeah. the ice. He He's an important player on that team. But Marysville just keeps on keeping on. Um, I thought they played a really good first uh, period. They got a goal from Brody Tuffin to take a one nothing lead. Um, All Lake Western tied it kind of late in the period. So it was 1-1 after 1, but it was wide open. I'm like, yeah, it's 1-1, but this is going to be a high-scoring game before it's said and done if they keep going at this pace. Kind of played the second period the way they played the first period. End-to-end trading chances. Colin Lone finally uh, broke the 1-1 tie, 8:43 into the second. Made it a 2-1 to one game. Wall Lake Western came right back, tied it at two. 
Cullen Myers scored a nice goal to make it 3-2 Marysville. Well, Lang Western came right back. They had a kid named Riley Evans. 22nd goal of the year. It was a missile. I mean, Tyler McKinney's a good goalie, and he just put a blur past him. Ties the game. So we're 3-3 after two. And I'm like, we're not done scoring yet in this game. Come out in the third period. Luke Thick scored from a really sharp angle. But again, kind of like the Fuqua goal the game before. You look at it and you go, oh, that's a bad goal. Right. But when you go, well, look at where he shot the puck. Like, just uh, from from just before you get to the end line, you're firing it up under the crossbar. Or, I mean, there can't be an inch, two at the most, of space, and you put it right in there. Right. I mean, that's that's a great shot. Then the, the moment of the night, Viking power play, 8.51 into the uh, third period. They get a great uh, scoring chance from Ben LaValle. Rebound laying in the crease, and uh, they had big Troy Kaza standing in front of the net, and he whacked it, the loose puck into the, the net for his first goal of the, uh, the year. The Vikings have only one skater this year that hasn't scored a goal now. That's impressive. That's very impressive. And, yeah, what, using Kaza's big body just to screen the goalie. But when he scored this goal, Brady, greatest hockey celebration I've seen in a long time. He got mobbed. You would have thought it was game seven of the Stanley Cup, and he just won the whole thing for them. Uh, He's a big dude, and it took all four guys to (laughs) knock him to the ice, and they just buried him behind the goal. It was a great scene. They were really pumped, and it ended up being the game-winning goal. At the time, it made it 5-3, but... um, uh, Wald Lake Western came back, got a goal to make it 5-4. They pulled the goalie, and they were coming. They were pressing. They were getting chances, uh, and Ben LaValle made a, a really strong play at his own blue line to knock the puck away from the guy at the point and actually like out-muscled his way down the ice to break in on the empty net. Um, we talk a lot about Leitner and some other guys. That was Ben's 25th goal of the year. That's a lot. That's and that's lot. with a lot of guys scoring a good amount around him. Too. Yeah, and, and with key guys like Turner, who's usually the setup guy, out of out of their lineup. Uh, and then uh, they added a, another empty net goal 30 seconds later from uh, Brody Tuffin. So two empty net goals in the last minute of the game, and 7-4 would be your final. So if you didn't see the game and you just looked at the score, you're going, oh, Marysville had no problem with those guys. No, that was a nail-biter right down to the end and a really exciting way to cap off the night. Tuffin had two goals. Noel Valley had four assists. Kaza with that game winner. Luke Thick had a goal and an assist. Um, and a lot of secondary scoring for the Vikings last night with Lone and Cullen Myers also uh, adding uh, goals in the victory. And uh, and Ben LaValle, you know, he didn't play a lot. I don't know if there's something wrong with him there. He didn't play a lot, but when they needed him to, he he got offense by first playing good defense. That's there you go. So nice night of hockey uh, at uh, McMoran, and, and it makes me a little more excited for Saturday because I think these are two good matchups. Saturday, Northern's going to play Cranbrook, right? And then you go, oh, Cranbrook. Yeah, they're, but they're if not, you look at their record, no, they're, they're just that's bad. a winnable game. Uh, and then Marysville against Dakota, and don't sleep on Dakota, folks they're not that bad of a program. Right, because remember, Marysville took one on the chin when they went down to Dakota, and it was yeah. it was a butt kicking. Yeah, the, the Dakota is good. So those should be two fun games, 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock 
Saturday uh, from McMoran Arena on Stream 1. There you go. That's all I got there. So, uh, draft next. Just give me the first pick, and then we'll go from there. All right. Uh, Welper joins us next for the <laughs> uh, boys' basketball draft. That he should got be the fun. first pick last year, didn't he? I think he did. You're the only one who hasn't had I the first pick. I have never had the first pick. Do, do you get the first pick? We, we, we well, should call one of those sports book places. And hmm. what, the, what are the odds that Brady gets the first pick and then doesn't take Tyler James? That's a 0% chance. <laughs> well, we'll find out in a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you that's tp logos at 901 michigan avenue in marysville overhead door company of st Clair county has been serving the community for over 30 years located at 5400 lapeer road in kimball overhead doors are the premier choice for durability serviceability and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety tested commercial and industrial upward acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs overhead door company of st Clair county 5400 lapeer road in kimball call 810 this is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And welcome back to the Get Stuck On Sports podcast. It's time for Dennis's favorite time of the year. But first, before we get into that, we're joined by Brendan Welper of the Times Herald because this makes it a little more interesting when we have three teams. So, Brendan, thank you for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. So, if you're new to this, if you don't remember this from the last couple years, Dennis, uh, we get eight picks. So, you'll have your starting five, three bench players, and then a coach at the end. So, nine total rounds. And we go in snake order. So whoever gets the number one pick doesn't pick again until the sixth overall pick. If you get pick three, you get back-to-back picks. So we have three folded-up pieces of paper in the middle of the table for the Tyler Jamison sweepstakes. So, Brendan, go ahead, take the first one. I'll let you pick. Do, it, I, do I read it? Whatever one, just pick yep, it. Wait till Dennis, Dennis oh, gets oh, yours. Wait. And oh, then, I want this one. All right. I have never gotten the number one pick. You don't deserve it. It's in, karma. In the boys or girls? I don't think either. Wow, okay. Maybe when it was just me and Dennis. Okay. Bingo. Wow. So Two. So you're two. That means Dennis is three. So it goes me, Welper, Dennis. And Dennis, uh, I'm not going to waste any time. I am just going to take Tyler Jameson off the rip. It's not going to be like any of the professional drafts where they have four months to think about their pick and then they still use the whole ten minutes they get for the first <laughs> overall pick. I'm taking Tyler Jamison with a bullet. That is the easiest pick for me um, ever. So I, I win the lottery and I get Tyler Jamison. So now now it gets interesting. He well, actually we're... doesn't because in the very first draft I got Tyler Jamison and I retained his rights through all the years. So. So yeah, yeah, so I still own his rights. So, so Welper, up to you, over to you. <laughs> the bird rights or whatever they called it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, I was thinking about this because I just – I didn't want to ramble a lot. Well, I will, but – I'll go um, ahead and do it. <laughs> but do it. I – Think it through. I didn't want to look like a an idiot in, with a top three pick. Second round maybe, but um, I, I, I got to go with, with Carl Stevens. Um, I think – I mean, he was – last year's really good, but – this year, I mean, he looks like he's taking his game to another level. Um, That's probably who I would have taken if I got number two. Yeah, it, it would have been close, but yeah, he's a double double machine. So, so you take Carl Stevens out of Richmond, and that leaves Dennis back to back picks. And there's a lot of good players available for you. Yes, there are. So, um, since I get two in no particular order here. Uh, I'm going to – oh, by the way, I'm, I'm just asking, is Muxlow on the board? Yes. Okay, but that's not who I'm taking. Um, I'm going with Alex Jamison, oh. who in the last two games without his brother in the lineup has scored 50 points. So, yes. His stock um, has been on the rise. His stock is really on the, uh, the rise. Um, and then I'm uh, also, because you could never go wrong with, with this player on your team, I'm taking Trey Kolakovic off the board. I figured that's who you'd take. Yeah. So you basically have your, your two guards set. For the rest of my life. <laughs> that's a great backcourt. Well, and it's a really good defensive backcourt, too. Yes. So that means it goes back to Welper. Who's, who are you pairing up with Carl Stevens? And can I list Carl Stevens as a forward? You can put him wherever you, put, you, you want. Him. Okay, yeah. You um, can just put him wherever you Carl want. Carl Stevens can play anywhere you, on yeah, the floor. Sure. You're the GM. You get to tell people where they're playing. Um, 
it's tough because I, I I didn't know I thought I thought Trey would would, would be there a little a little later. Um, yeah, Den- Trey's one of Dennis's yeah, guys. Um, he he likes the Ed Monix look alike. Monix can play, man. Yeah, hey, he got a ring. Got a ring. (laughs) Um, And I didn't have to give up a washing machine or a dryer (laughs) to get him. Yeah. Um, Jeez, wow. (laughs) God, it's such a great movie. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, you're you're trying to make sure you're not using the quotes that you can't say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. do I I, I kind of want to copy off of Dennis and go with another Portia Northern freshman. I'll go with Amir Moreland. Um, wow. That's a good pick. I, I yeah. knew the freshman would I, go high. So now I get back-to-back pick. back picks. Wow. So I've taken just Tyler Jamison. Welper has Stevens and Moreland. And Dennis has Kolakovic and the younger Jamison. So, I mean, I... I know who you're taking, so just go and make your pick. You do not know who I'm taking. I'm looking at taking. about three different players right now. And I think you do know because it's probably the best. So I'll have probably the best scoring duo, and Muxlow will be on. I, Muxlow, I knew you were taking him. Who is averaging – I have two guys averaging I actually, in the 20s. I, I actually left him there for you because I knew if you didn't get to pick him, you would cry. Well, I like having two guys now on my team alone averaging – Combined like 50 points a game. And then who do I want next? Um, I'm going to need a little size, but I want size that can move and size that will complement. And I think if this player had some this talent around him, they'd flourish even more. Give me Andrew Sneezak. I like out that. Out of Armada. I need a forward. He can handle the ball if he needs to. But he'll pl- he can play off the ball with these guys. He won't be asked to do as much. And, yeah, now I have three players. I think the shortest one's about six foot four, and they can all move pretty well. And they all can all score 20 points on any given night. Now so, whose turn is it? Well, back to Welper. Okay, so. Really? You skip me again? No, you don't get skipped. I got skipped. Dennis, we've done this <laughs> ten times. I've totally gotten skipped here. It's to, back to Welper. To be fair, I was I, I would have uh, – when we started, I was a little confused, too. I always forget snake dress. Snake. It's just in an order, in an out. In an order. I, I feel Brady back. is cheating, but that's all right. That's how we got the number one pick. <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah. Um, uh, he wrote out the cards. <laughs> yeah. It froze the envelope. Or, uh, <laughs> yep. Um, I, uh, this, Who, who's oh. going with Stevens and who's going with Moreland? You can do a little bit of everything with this pick. Yet, I don't want – and I don't know if, I, if I'm taking – because he, he is so young – but I really liked what I've seen from him. Um, but that would be uh, Braylon Franz. Yes. Yeah. Fr- yeah that, Good pick. Just at, at the I other mean, guard it has spot. Been the year of the freshman. Yeah. Um, well, Welper has has gotten a little bit of savviness <laughs> to him this year. Yes. After <laughs> so, after drafting kind of a, a weak team last year, it was, he, he's he's out of the gate. He's got three good picks right off the top. Um, uh, I, I I might trade teams with you. So it took me a year uh, to get my bearings, year and a half. Of course, I haven't picked for six rounds now. Because right. <laughs> what, you get two picks now? You get two picks. Oh, okay. All Is right. Is it my turn to whine and complain in the corner? Yes. Go ahead. Um. Well, let me see. What do I want to do here? So who do you have right now? I have Jamison and Kolakovich. The younger Jamison. 
So you basically I have Jamison and Klockovich. You have Alex Jamison and Klockovich. So I haven't lied. Um, mm, I like him. I like him. Uh, give me Haskins. I was surprised he lasted this long. So Daquan Haskins. So now you are very guard heavy. I like guards. Yes. Well, there's a lot of them in the area too. Um, geez, I like him. I like him. I really like him. I like that guy. Those guys are good uh, too. But um, I don't know. Th- this is this is a guy who I just again I I like him a lot. Give me Rosenau. God, I I was hoping he'd slip. I was hoping he'd slip too. I wanted to add him to my athletic tall people on my lineup. Connor Rosenau has been really solid. Yeah, and and he's and, and he's starting to score now too, which we knew he always could do, but in in the big games down the stretch, he's been a big time player. All right, well, we're back to you. Uh, I mean, just looking at, I know we said there's not a lot of I don't want to say size because there are, there is players with size, but there's not a lot of like traditional post players. So I don't. Um, and you have Muxlow. Um, do I, I don't know if I want to go with the small lineup. Um, this, this is where it's starting to get tough. Let's see. Let me pour through these old. Because, yeah, there are some good bigs, but like you said, there's not as many traditional back-to-the-basket bigs as there once were. And that's just kind of the way basketballs went. Yeah. It's like even look at some of the guys that maybe 15 years ago would have been pigeonholed into being a center. Now Muxlow's a guard. Mm-hmm. Sneezak's a guard where maybe 15 years ago – they just say, go stand in the post and put your back to the basket. <laughs> I, f- I forgot that Sneezak plays. That, that, it's so weird watching bring the ball up with his size. You, you want a center, I can give you seven names. Yeah, there's I, there's a few good ones. I do, but I, I, I'm going to – I'll go all in. Usually I don't like s- smaller teams, but I've, I've always been proven wrong. But I I got to go with a Mooney guy before they get off the board. Uh, Trent Rice. Come on now. Just like – I mean, it's so great. At, I, I think he's maybe the hardest downhill driver, if that's – that makes it sense. Might be one of the most athletic players in the yeah, draft. Yeah, probably the fastest. I mean, him, maybe Moreland, maybe not yet, but Trent Rice is stupid fast. So you've added him to your starting lineup, which means it's my turn, and you each took my next two picks. I was hoping <laughs> I could go Rosen on Rice back to back, but now I can't, and now I have to make a few adjustments. I have a lot of size. I almost don't need like a pure. Uh, I guess center, like we were talking about. Um, take him, because I know you're going to. I don't even know. No, I don't think you know who I'm going to take, because I need someone that maybe can fill a little bit of a different role than he does on his team right now. He is going to play a specific role, but he's going to do it well. Give me Zach Kretsch from Crosslex. I am putting he, he is standing outside the arc and his job is to shoot baby because he can do that and he can do that well and he also has the most letters in a last name that's only one syllable. <laughs> oh wow. It was eight I mean Kretsch one I always spell it wrong cuz it's like eight letters long but it sounds like it should be four. So I think yeah I think he's one of the best shooters in the area if not the best. He he is really solid. And I really like him out of Crosslex, so he'll be my first one. And now this is where it gets really hard. Because there I feel like the I don't know, the the top Jameson's the top guy. Then you have a good tier of if Jameson wasn't here, this mm-hmm. these would be the guys. 
And then it's a lot of really good. Yeah. There's no, there's not a lot of separator once you get past because what we've all gone, we've gone twelve deep. I have Tyler Jamison, Gaden Muxlow, Andrew Snezak, Zach Kretsch, Welper, uh, Amir Moreland, Braylon France. Yes. Uh, it, Trent Rice, the third guard, and then Carl Stevens. I'll put him at the four. And then Dennis. I have uh, Jamison. Alex. I have Jamison, uh, <laughs> Trey Kolakovich, um, DQ Haskins, and Connor Rosenoff. All right. So that means I have to start the fifth round. Where do I go? You know what? I have a lot of veteran experience on this team. I have older guys i can take a young guy and insulate him give me cam haru he's been another guy that scored in spades when he's needed to and what he's had he had 20 in the win against <laughs> new haven he had i think 17 against gross point yep. north and he's another guy that he knows how to play like this and i can just sit him on the on the perimeter if crutch isn't in haru's in and they can both get to the basket and yeah i I like that freshman, too. He's only going to get better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we've taken, what, four freshmen already? Yeah. I don't know if we've taken four freshmen ever in these drafts before. Not last year. So, Welper, it's over to you. Yeah, I, um, I don't want to waste any time with this one. I'm glad he's still on the board, but um, I do need some size, and uh, I think he's he's one of the best post players and he we talked about him last year a lot from how he improved from beginning to end but donovan mcdonald from croslex um just like tenacious athletic um prototypical croslex like grinded out player yeah he was one of the guys that if i didn't take haru or crutch he was probably next up for me all right dennis you got back-to-back picks i have back-to-back picks here and no idea who i'm gonna take so what are you, what are you looking at size guard shooting defense Yes, 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 and yes. Um, oh, there's a couple of guys here that I like, but I don't know who I like over other guys. They're all kind of the same player to me. And what are the upsides and what are the downsides? Uh, I'm definitely, with one of these two picks, I'm taking a big. Just what big? Because there's a yeah, few out there. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's at least six, six bigs on the board still. And they're all kind of the same guy to me. Um, just so who does what a little bit better than the other guys? Um, we've we've talked about. I could take two bigs here and really could. mess with you guys. Well, I really hope that. Um, well, I'm already I'm already big enough with Mike. I get. I have Tyler Jameson. He can play forward <laughs> if he needs to. <laughs> he doesn't have to be the guard. I mean, heck, for Northern half the time he'll play defense on a big. I hope my dark horse is still alive by the because he gets two picks right. Yeah, he gets oh, two. Okay, yeah. I, get, uh, I, I get I get two picks here, so don't rush me. Um, well, mm, he's not even like his team's first option, but keeping in the theme of young players, I'm going to take Cooper Pennewell here. Maybe maybe a round or two higher than he should go in this draft, but he's a good player. I'm not, I'm not missing by taking Cooper Pennewell. He's been a breakout player for sure. Yeah. He was a guy that was like a fifth-quarter guy last year and wasn't even supposed to start this year until Hunter Richardson got hurt, and now yeah. he's almost averaging a double-double a game. And Hunter Richardson is another guy that I really like um, and could take here and just go big, big. Um, 
Well, a little shooting, though, too. Not that I don't have shooting. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Three and take Braylon Essien here. So back-to-back St. Clair. I don't mind it. I mean, Essien's probably been the best shooter this season for sure. Mm-hmm. He's had two bad games, and I think he's still shooting over 40% on the season, which is ridiculous, especially for high school. Yeah. So, All right, Welper, back to you. Who do you have and what are you looking for? Um... I do have, like, a dark horse that I've been thinking about yesterday and today, and I, I don't think he's going to be – because I just think um, naturally flies on – he will fly under the radar just because he's so young. But I Do you think I'll take him with the next two picks? or No, but I I am a gambling man, but I, I'm terrible at gambling. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll hold off on him. But then, then it leaves me to who do I want uh, – because I, I, I have enough guards um, – and you have the interchangeable Carl Stevens and McDonald can I feel like can really play four or five, um, mm-hmm. but, but I mean really obviously he's a five. But now this is tough because you're getting into the meat of um, uh, filling like, out roles. Yeah, on your team. Oh gosh, um, I'm trying to think of, like what teams haven't I picked from yet? Uh, Portion. Portion's got a few nice players. I, I like Garrett James. Um, and that might have been uh, because because he's another young guy, but I I, I think he's played really well um, this year and seems comfortable being a young guy, kind of handling the ball most times. Mm-hmm. Now I know why Welper was late today. He's, he's <laughs> been home studying. Re- yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're taking Garrett James? Yeah, and my plethora of guards. All right, I am going to get the steal of the draft Oh, here. God. He is a big man. There are no steals here. That, yeah. shoot. This that is, a guy is that really solid. I, I actually flies on four picks ago. That is flown under the radar. Who is really good, and he's coming up with his teammate. Give me Justin Chapman. He has been super solid for Armada, and just has he's maybe been the best big man in the area. And he can rebound, and he just quietly goes about his business. Gets things done, and Chapman's going to be my man grabbing rebounds, banging in the post, and I I feel like that's a big steal there. And now I have one other pick to go with, and what do I want? Do I want more shooting? Because you can never have enough three-point shooters. Oh, so now I'm trying to figure out what I want because I have a little bit of everything. You know, a guy like... I don't know if I'm going to pick him, but a guy like Brian Everhart's hard to judge because he got hurt so early in the season. And when he's come back, he's done well, but he's been hurt for... 22 the other night. Yeah, for the majority of the season. And he's a guy that I could take. There's there's guys out there like Ryan Monarch, who on any night hits four threes for Yale. He fills a very niche role, but that's a big role that when he does well, Yale usually wins. Um, I could, gra- I mean, I could grab another big, but I feel like I have the biggest starting lineup already. Um, you know what? Let let's go out to the BWAC and let's take Monarch. He's going to come off the bench and be my shooter. He is going to be my guy that is when I'm on a run, I can sub him in and he'll hit a few threes and he will dominate for me. And I can get him open because everyone will be focused on the other slashing guards for me all right welper i'm gonna go um last you, couple you, picks yeah you, you scared me with the uh the chapman pick that's close to 
to who I wanted to take. Uh, I won't go any further than that because I don't want to. <laughs> uh, You're but, hoping he falls some more. Yeah, yeah. Get, get a good value pick. So that so I'm going to take somebody else instead of him right now. Uh, I need defense. Um, not that I don't have it right now, but but I think I think he was a first team All BWAC last year. Uh, Bohund, um, yeah, lockdown defender for MLA City, um, and a really good offensive player too. Yeah, Emily said he's young this year. Yeah, he's they like are, their oldest guy. You're right. <laughs> they are all young, and they've taken some lumps, but they're a team that, I mean, we've seen performances where they look really good. We've seen performances where they show their youth. But Last week against Richmond, they up for the final two minutes. I mean, it was like a one-score game the entire way. Right. Not to cut you off. There's but. a couple other guys on Emily City that are solid that I think next year are going to be no doubt guys that you take in the early rounds. Yeah. So Dennis, I believe you have two more to round out your uh you round out your roster before your coach. Yeah, I don't know what I want to do. I am happy though that every single guy that I wrote down yeah as a person who could be draft has been drafted. So like so there's nobody there's nobody yeah that hasn't been on my list that ha- that's uh been taken here makes me feel less dumb because i (laughs) (laughs) your big board is still good so who do you have right now with your first six um i have jameson alex i have jameson kolakovich haskins rosenau pennewell assian and hmm and i have a lot of names left so it makes it tough Uh, nobody said it nobody said it would be easy um, boy, I like both those guys, though. Well, it's not like we can steal the pick, so why don't you think out loud and no? Because I don't want to give you any. You, you guys each have one more pick, and I don't want to give you any ideas. If you're not thinking of somebody, I don't want to point somebody out to you. That's it. That, that you could maybe go, oh, that guy, that guy fits uh, for me. Um, yeah, you can never have enough size, boy. Should I just draft two more big dudes? Because, I mean, I have Jamison, so I have all the offense that I need. Oh, you're not going to point out which one I have? <laughs> I like how you said Jamison, Jamison a few times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just messing with him. <clears throat> I, jeez. What to do, what to do. Make a pick. <laughs> uh, I got all kinds got of time. You got at least a few minutes. Okay, I, I'm I'm stalling. There's, there's no sh- there's no shot clock. This is I'm thrilling podcasting. I'm I'm stalling. To add to the stalling, I feel like at least maybe in the NFL or the NBA too that the draft clock doesn't even mean anything anymore. Like maybe they have to have the pick in, but I swear it'll be 30, 40 seconds after it expires on the TV. Well, yeah, because the, they yeah they, the they next pick in though. and they won't announce it yet. Oh yeah. It's, but anyway, um, I'm not I, stalling. No, I'm not stalling. See, I'm I'm, I have that. difficult decisions to make here. Um, I'm going to take another big because you can never have enough bigs. Um, I'm going to take Sebastian Mays. I like him. Yeah. It was between him and Chapman for me because he is very smart in knowing where the empty spots are on the floor and getting in the right area. And he'll have 16 points in a night just because – he knows where to go. He knows where the double team's going to come from. And he finishes around the rim, which sounds easy in practice and looks easy, but not everyone can do it. You've seen plenty of teams miss those three-foot shots. Um, 
boy, there's still a lot of guys that I like, though. Yes, there are. But there really isn't anybody that fills a need that I still need. Um, I like him. I like him. I like him. I like him. Oh, whatever over there. I got to listen to your four-and-a-half-hour soliloquies on, guys. His eighth pick, he's going to sit there going and, and read a war and peace about why this is a, <laughs> why I, Brady Beaton, the greatest GM ever, am taking the steal of the draft because this kid in sixth grade elementary class won the spelling bee, and then he went on to, like, it's, come on. It's more interesting than going, snore hmm. over there or whatever. Hmm. He's interesting yeah. for two minutes before saying a name. <laughs> He's interesting, and now, now I'm now now just, just doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm doing it just to agitate. Um, or I could take that guy, or maybe I'll go this way. I can just edit a lot of this out. Who, who do you want me to take? Who do I want you to take? Yeah, I don't know. Like, am I given options or? Yeah, who, who do you want me to take? I don't know. I got one. Why don't you take got uh, one pick left? Hilliker could be a good pick. Hilliker you. could be a good pick, and he's actually a guy I've considered. There you go. How about uh, Connor Jakubiak? That's another guy. Say somebody that you want. Jackson Kohler. Just give me, he's been give a me very some names. Nice ball handling yeah. guard. Very, very nice. He's a sophomore? But our, yeah, I, Jeez, yeah, our, there's a I already, you know, there's, yeah, there's a lot of young players out there. I mean, Benjamin's another uh, big guy left. Yeah, ben, ben, Benjamin's another, another guy. Cadavera's another big guy. Geiger's a shooter guy. for Croslex. Geiger's a shooter. Radoslavic and Rosheski <laughs> at Almont. Yeah, they're, they're good nice. players. Camden Kuhn. Na- Nash is an option Nash at Emily City. He's, he's a nice player. I think one of those were, was well you, you, you want a three-point shooter? Maher. Yeah, no, yes. said Maher. Yeah. He's got to have the entire, Hunter Richardson is another big. The entire northern starting lineup would have been taken yep. if Maher gets a um, big, yeah. which is kind of crazy to think about. You, uh, you, you've also uh, – another very athletic player is Jaden Ashford. Yeah, um, he's a really good season too. Just uh, – I'm, I'm going to stay with my theme of uh, – Marcus Thompson. Of, of not, yeah, we haven't said Marcus Thompson. Um, I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to go with Everhart. I know he's been hurt, but he comes back and drops twenty-two yeah. <laughs> like immediately. That's, he can shoot. That's a pretty good uh, return to form. Yeah. All right, Welper, your final player pick. Well, you mentioned when you mentioned a couple of names, one of my dark horses, and this isn't just because I wrote a feature on him, but, <laughs> but yes, Z- it is. Z- 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 <laughs> but but Xander Nash, uh, Mlay City, and usually I don't like to take two guys from the same team back to back, but I know he's just a sophomore. But man, last week I I think that's one of the best like. Interior games I've seen a, a forward center whatever you want to call him play. I mean, uh, he played with a bloody nose for the whole second half. Well, um, see, he, he's a, he's a nice pick, and I think he fits your your team. And that's sometimes people get upset because we don't pick kids. Yeah, this mm. isn't a ranking. Yeah, mm. it, it's just this guy fits with what well with what Welper's doing. So I think this is a nice pick. Like, let's give an example for that. So a guy like like Braylon Essien and Ryan Monarch. They are shooters. They fill roles on teams. A lot of teams could use them. But if you're talking overall basketball players, there might be guys that are overall all-around better yeah. players. But they are really good at one thing. And on a, te- on a, on a team of all-stars, you got to do one thing really well. So, well, well, here's the thing, because you have one pick left. Right. Okay. So only one guy is getting taken out of 
I'll, I'll just give you some names. Maher, Richardson, Jakubiak, uh, Hilliker, Catavera, Kohler. Benjamin, Kohler, uh, Roshevsky. Nobody Geiger. said his name. Geiger. Um, yeah, the, Hill, yeah, you said Hilliker. Yeah, I said, I said Hilliker. Jakubiak. Mm. Uh, however you say his name, at yeah. Elmont. Uh, is another one. So I mean, yeah, he goes Marco, Marco, because <laughs> that's what I would. If I was taking him, that's what yeah, I would have yeah. said too. I'm, I'm, I'll oh. type Marco in the story, and then I'll copy and paste his last name at the very end. <laughs> Just send me his last name. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, no, nobody has said Cole Haran. Right, he can shoot. Mm. Right, and he's a guy that I think if there was a team that he didn't have to do as much as he had, I think if Makai Radford had played the whole yeah. season, yep. he would be a guy we'd be talking about. But he was hurt from the preseason. But the first game he's back, Welper, you were at that game. He was made a markable difference in that Marysville game. Oh, he was the best player on the floor that night. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, again, some of these guys fit. Like, I have a tall starting lineup. I don't necessarily need another big, although my bench is a little smaller. Um, I, I'm, I'm just looking around with my final pick, who I want. And, you know... Uh, this is going to be tough, but see the, the one other thing with only eight players, you want guys that are flexible that don't mm -hmm. have, can only play more than one position mm -hmm. because you don't have 12 guys to, to rotate through. Um, God, I do need some. I think there's two real good fits for you, but if you want to go big, there's still a couple of really good big guys. Because, okay, I'll, since no one else is taking a pick, like part of me wants to take Kohler because he's a floor general, a ball handler, and on this team he wouldn't need to score. If I need to take someone out and I can put someone on the wing, he can bring it up, he can distribute the ball. He might score four points a night, but he'd end the night with 13 assists, and he'd have a good night. Um, I could do that. Quentin Hilliker's a guy I, I could grab. Um, if I wanted a big, I could take Catavera or Benjamin. I like those guys. Camden Coon also – plays that same role of facilitator. Um, Marcus Thompson is good, and I think sometimes he gets lost in the shuffle because he's at Richmond and because they're so good. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I'm just looking over the list one more time to make sure I didn't miss anyone. Um, you know what? Give me... Give me Marcus Thompson. I can make him work. He's on a good team, and he's a good player. And there's a reason why Richmond has only lost one game this year. Yep. He's just so consistent. Him, him being the third or some night's fourth option for Richmond tells you how good they are because if I drop Marcus Thompson on half the teams in the area, at worst he's the number two. So yeah. that's who I'll take. And then for my coach, I'm going to keep it simple. He uh, – I've got Tyler, so i got to get Brian. So I'm going to take Brian Jameson. That way you can't take him to tell everyone how to stop him. No, you know, um, he was not who I was going to take. And we, we, we got, we got a, a lot of good coaches in the area, um, and, and the, the two guys that everybody thinks of are Brian Jameson and Lance Campbell. Um, but um, I have two guys on my short list if I don't get one. I'm taking the other, um, and but whose turn is right. it anyway? It's, it's Welper, but yeah. I so decided... if Welper doesn't take one of my two guys, then I'm going to flip a coin and take a guy. Yeah, so I just decided before the draft, if I got Tyler, I'm taking Brian yeah. because, hey, it, 
He knows how to make him click, and that's yep. the biggest uh, factor. So it works. Welper. Yeah, this is hard because, I, I mean, um, I, I've just learned just in the last year or two, just talking to these guys, how hard it is to – or I have an idea, I should say, how hard it is to coach just basketball, but 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 high school basketball. Um, we do have a lot of good coaches in this area. Uh, but you you mentioned uh, – but I think I went with him last year, but uh, Lance Campbell, Crosslex, I feel like can't go wrong with him. No, I mean, he's – he his record's ridiculous yeah. since he's been. I think one year he hasn't won the BWAC, maybe two. But yeah, his run of dominance is unmatched. And the the one thing he does really well is his sophomore year. Donovan McDonald looked like a project. Now he's a dude. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year, Zach Kretsch got limited minutes. He's a dude now. So it's not as if these guys come ready made to him as freshmen and sophomores and are dominating. That you can see the progress year over year. Mm-hmm. All right, Dennis, fill, f- finish us out with the final coach, and then I'm sure we'll li- list some others that we would be very yeah, happy to um, have on our um, sidelines. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm hemming and hawing here, but the guy that I actually I really respect the job that he's done, um, and his team has showed marked improvement, and everybody's going to laugh when I say Eric Shunk is going to be my coach, but Shunker deserves – Jameson, Kalakovich, Haskins, Rosenau, Penowell, Essien, Mays, Everhart. Shunk will win with this basketball team. <laughs> Shunk will yeah. make my team. They might not be the best team, but he will make my team the best team. You'll get the most out of that. Yep. Team. Which, And I think that's fair because, like, I don't know if we said this exact stat on their last show, but, Dennis, you saw – Marysville score 13 points in the first six quarters of basketball. Yeah. And then you contrast that to the game against St. Clair where, Welper, you were there. They had them on the ropes. I mean, start of the fourth quarter, bang, bang, couple of threes after St. Clair roared back to tie it. And you're going, is Marysville going to do this a game that on paper they had no business playing in? And Chunk had them ready to go. Yeah. I mean, a lot of teams after that tough start probably would have maybe packed it in, and it's hard to maybe get kids to buy in. But, uh, I mean, the way he's had them playing recently, that was that was the best game I've seen from them. And that was one of the better games of the year, I thought, Marysville-St. Clair. Oh, um, yeah. It just, the, the final score, was it by 9 or 10? That was, that was a no. Win. That was not indicative. No. While, while you two, your teams of prima donnas, will <laughs> just think they can roll the ball out and game over, Shunker will have my team ready to go. Every basketball game. So one other coach. Well, no nights few, off. There's a few other coaches. Obviously, Presnell at Richmond. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't get to, what, 14, 15, and 1 by accident. Mm-hmm. He's he's done well. Whoever's in Brown City. Robert Hatton. Robert Hatton. going to bring yep. him up. He uh, came from Davison. He's done a nice job because, remember, they lost Curtis Stanley. That's a college basketball player at center. And I know Gaden Muxlow is a sensational scorer. But you still have to find, make the pieces click around them. And there is something to be said for – some people say, hey, just don't screw it up. That's easier said than mm-hmm. done. Sometimes coaches overthink. Um, obviously, Mike McAndrews just got yeah, his yeah. 25th season award. Uh, he's and and that's, that's a personal favorite of mine. I really had fun going to Kalamazoo with them right. this year. And Mike is always on – on my top three list, Jeremy Rosenau, great job, has done probably great job, incredible job. Because last year, with a lot of the same kids, that PH team just lacked an edge, didn't have anything, and they have won an outright league title in a very competitive league, 
and two gotta have it games in, in essentially the final week of league play, and they win them both. He's done a, a great, especially with the what the one and four start as well. After losing to St. Clair, what two weeks ago? Yeah, went kind of a heartbreak. Yeah, um, I mean most most improved team I think by far. Uh, I, I know Distelrath is very disappointed not to be coaching one of these three teams. Yes. He is conniving to become the assistant coach for one of them. But no, he's And he's a guy I would have on my staff anytime, how many, anywhere, with any team. How many seniors did St. Clair lose last year? They uh-huh. lost, I mean, they lost Eli Lohr, who's he, now at Wayne State. That's a, that's a huge guy to try to replace. Right. Of course, they were lucky because they had a Braylon Franz coming through the system. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that eases it just a little bit. But, no, there's a there's a lot of good coaches in the area. Um, and, yeah, we only have one. We could do a three-coach staff and yeah. still have guys you'd be struggling to pick. So, all right, one more time. We'll go over our teams. I'll start. My team, I have Tyler Jamison, Gaden Muxlow, Andrew Sneezak, Zach Kretsch, and Justin Chapman. And then coming off the bench, uh, Cam Haru, Ryan Monarch, and Marcus Thompson are pretty guard-heavy bench, but I think my starting lineup, Kretsch is the smallest, and he's, what, six feet tall? Yeah. Six one. And then the next shortest is, like, six four. So I got some size on the floor, and... Brian Jamison's my coach. Hey, I had Tyler. I feel like you have to get that duo just because it's worked pretty well for them. All right, Welper, your squad. So, yeah, um, so I'll start. Just go one through five. Uh, Amir Moreland, uh, Portier Northern, Braylon France, St. Clair, freshman backcourt. Uh, Trent Rice I'll have at the three from Cardinal Mooney. I'll go Carl Stevens at uh, from Richmond at the four, although he can really play anywhere. Uh, Donovan McDonald from Croslex at center. Then off the bench, I have uh, actually have to, um, have a couple guards and uh, Garrett James, Port Huron, Bohan, Imlay City. I think he's probably the, one of the best defenders in the area. Uh, and then off the bench, another big man, uh, Xander Nash, uh, also of Imlay City. Uh, my coach, uh, Lance Campbell, and I think you mentioned a really great point with developing because um, those guys weren't not saying that they weren't good when they came to Croslex, but they weren't studs no and this is this is not a shot at brian jameson but the three freshmen came in and were as ready made a freshman as we've as dennis as you've ever seen show up on a doorstep now he's done a really nice job with them Mm. but lance has turned guys that at some other programs maybe just become role players and he's turned them into starters and dudes yeah Absolutely. Dennis, your team. You know, it, it, it's tough to say what my starting five is because I think my, my starting lineup will change game by game. Um, but I'll, I'll just say I'll have Kalakovich and Haskins in the backcourt. That's a pretty scary yeah. backcourt. Uh, I can put uh, Alex as small forward. Yeah, he's probably put him at the three yeah uh, uh because i've got rosenau and then again Mays and penowell it'll just depend on on who i feel like starting that night right and then the other guys coming off the bench and then if i'm ever in a slump okay everhart nassian go in there and light it up right start shooting so and and i got chunker making sure everybody's ready to go all right so that's uh i think another good draft again we, c- oh, we and then we have our undrafted free agent team coached by whomever, and they get uh, Maher, Richardson, Hilliker, Catavera, 
Benjamin, Rashevsky, Kohler, uh, and all the other guys Ge- that we didn't Geiger, mention. Yeah, yeah. Geiger. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's still over, the undrafted team is still yeah. going to be really solid. Graham didn't get drafted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- there's all kinds of guys out Coon. there. Coon. Um, yeah, there's certainly Kubiak. Arch Kubiak. Will Damascus had a, a good nice year up at North Branch. They're just in a corner and yep. not having a, a great year. But there have been nights where he pops up. Oh, Will Damascus, 24 points. <laughs> yeah, Marco. I'm not going to try to say uh, Marco. Polo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that's, that's about it. But, uh, Welper, thank you for joining us. It, it was fun. Hopefully um, hopefully people like us and aren't yelling at us right now. Oh, but. they're yelling, but – we do it for fun, and again, it's not a ranking. No, it's 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 really like these are my favorite guys, and I want them on my basketball team. Right. <laughs> and we can only I mean we can only choose eight, so it, it yeah. gotta, we, we could have went twelve deep. Yes, we really could have yeah. went twelve deep, but we didn't want this to take an hour and a half. So that's what you get. Um, I'm sure this will be up on social media at some point, but. Um, yeah, had a fun time with it. And again, Welper, thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Always great to be here. All right, Dennis, we'll be back Monday. We will be back Monday. Oh, you want me to hit the close, yes. don't you? Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say something else. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.